The following presentation is brought to you by the Alberta Podcast Network. Welcome to the Northern Nerdcast, the podcast that showcases the geeky, nerdy people, groups, and events in and around the city of Edmonton. Northern Nerdcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Visit their website at albertapodcastnetwork.com. If you like the show, we invite you to share it on all of your social media platforms and help grow our community of geeky, nerdy people, groups, and events in and around the city of Edmonton. Would you like to be a contributor to the show? For more information, visit our website at northernnerdnetwork.com. And now, here's the host of the show, Dan Chessel. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Yes, my name is Dan Chessel, and I am uh, here today on the Northern Nerdcast, uh, joined by two uh, lovely ladies. Uh, and, of course, we have none other than the co-hostess with the mostest. we got Chelsea Thompson <laughs> joining us on this season. Hey, guys. Uh, and we also have... Uh, with us tonight, we have Lisa Pruden. Is it Pruden? Yes, that's right. I, I never <laughs> asked this beforehand. <laughs> so that's all right. Last names, I think, will be the bane of your existence for as long as we do this podcast. I don't, and I really don't need to say the last names. That's They're the thing. Important. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. But yeah, so we're we're excited to have you here. Uh, we're going to be talking. Uh, a bit about uh, the Well Endowed podcast, which is what you're a part of. Uh, so we're excited to to learn more about that a little bit later on in the show here. Uh, but first off, we like to really get down to the, the really basically the soul of the people who come onto our show uh, by asking everybody uh, what's on your geek shelf. So Lisa, what's on your geek shelf? Uh, well, recently, a new addition to our uh, My Geek Shelf is the Lords of Waterdeep uh, board game. And this is the new expansion. Well, I don't know if it's new. It's new to me expansion. <laughs> <laughs> Scandrels of Skullport. And yeah, I just, I, I can't get enough of this board game. I love it. Okay, so let me ask you, what is, what is like, because I haven't played Lords of Waterdeep, um, what are some of the mechanics what like what makes this such a special game uh i like it it has uh, sort of like kind of a deck building component not not really it's it's a resource you have to compile your resources and like plan how you're going to use them to get your victory points uh but you have a very limited number of terms that turns that you get to do that in so it always leaves you wanting more because you get like three turns to know what your goals are in the game, what your, um, yeah, what, like what you need to do. And then you have like a few more turns to get the resources and then like two to action everything and see how you end up. So by the time you're done it, you're like, well, I know what I'm going to do differently next time. I, it's great. I find it very addictive that way. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Sorry about the, the camera there, folks. <laughs> uh, fixed it. Uh, so, yeah, that's awesome. I, I really haven't get, had a chance to play Lords of Waterdeep. Um, that is one of those ones where I think it's it's definitely on my list. Uh, and so I, I think I may have to... I might have to bump that one up and uh, I, try that out now. I would recommend it. Like, <laughs> get a lot of snacks and plan a day. Because <laughs> once won't be enough. You'll have to do it a few times. Yeah, yeah you got to go more than once. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So uh, 
that's fantastic. Well, we're going to come back uh, and we're going to chat a little bit more about uh, some of the stuff you've been up to. But first off, we're going to talk a little bit to Chelsea here and find out what you've been up to. So, Chelsea, what have you been up to the last little while? Um, yeah, I was away last week uh, because I was doing a High Falls workshop. So those of you who listen and watch the show on a regular basis know that one of my hobbies is like stage combat and stunt work, which often, you know, one of my loves is playing with swords, fighting with swords. Mm -hmm. um, but in Vancouver, I'm lucky enough to, to uh, get to know and work with um, stunt people who work in the city and the film and television community. Um, and one of the places that I occasionally go to train this past weekend just hosted a high falls workshop. So we start with that, uh, you know, low stuff, learning how to fall down to the ground safely and then learning how to do like partner falls, you know, like how to sell if somebody tackles you or throws you or stuff like that. And then we worked our way up a ladder um, starting on the lowest rung all the way up to, I think uh, we got up to 13 feet on Ooh, big wow. crash mats, um, front falls, back falls, um, headers, which is kind of like a somersault where you dive head first and then your feet come out. And uh, yeah, lots of fun. Lots of, I fell down a lot last <laughs> week. That's why I wasn't on the show because I was falling down. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Uh, that's Well, that sounds like a lot of fun uh, to be a part of. Uh, you get to do all sorts of fun stuff down there in Vancouver now. Yeah, I'm well, I'm I'm pretty lucky. I mean, I live with a fine gentleman, my boyfriend who happens to be a stuntman in town. So, I'm sort of lucky to go to classes with him and get to do a whole bunch of fun stuff. So, yeah, pretty lucky that way. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh we do have a, a comment here from uh one of our loyal listeners. I uh, from Aaron, he's saying that his geek shelf this week is uh, teaching nuclear energy to Calgary Boy Scouts and Girl Guides. <laughs> nice. It's Girl Guide cookie season. Are they paying you in cartons of cookies, Aaron? They better be. That better be like <laughs> part of the payment in addition to like whatever you're actually getting paid. There better be some Girl Guide cookies in that deal. I would. Yeah, for sure. Like that's got to be that's got to be a thing, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, How about I've, you, Dan? How was uh, your week? I have had such. Uh, he he needs the thin mints. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Uh, I had such a, a a crazy crazy busy week. Um, first off, uh, I had the pleasure to be on another podcast, um, which was the I Don't Get It podcast, uh, and that was with. Uh, Oh no, I've messed up her name on my thing. Sorry. Is that Fonda Mithrush? Yeah, Fonda. I, I don't know what happened there. My that is not her name right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And I'm telling you, it was such a great time. So I, I got to uh go to the production. Um and now I forgot his name because I just deleted all my notes there. Would it be Andrew Paul? No, I didn't oh. get to talk with Andrew Paul, um, but I went to... Uh, it was uh, Children of God at the Citadel, right? No, that there was Children of God at the Citadel, which was uh, awesome, I heard. Um, and that was, uh, that was pretty cool. Hang on, two seconds as I... Oh, I have the thing right here. 
Uh, <laughs> so I got to go to um, uh, what's it called? Shoot, what am I doing? I had all this. I had all this prepared. I'm telling you, I was not. Um, your oh. notes are betraying you. Yeah, they are betraying me. There it is. Uh, so I got to go to it, do this in memory of me. Um, and this one was, it, it was, it was kind of funny because uh, it was done in French and in English. So they have two different versions that you could go to, to see this. Luckily we went to the, the English one because I don't think I could have understood a word that they would have said in, in French. And I'm telling you, it was, it was really well done. Um, they had this crazy um, backdrop in the background that had um, like a projection on on it, and it was um, I don't know how to like how to explain it, but a lot of the the scenery, the the changes were all on this backdrop, and the main actor, like the main actress there, she never left the stage. And every time she would move, it would just kind of like smoothly transition her into a different like location. And you always knew where she was at any point in time. And the, the, the essentially the, the story of the, the whole thing is, is she wants to be an altar server. Um, and uh, uh, like, Back in, it's like the early 1920s, I would say, somewhere around there. Um, and the church is, uh, and this is at a Catholic church, and, and they are just dead set against her not being uh, the altar server. And so there's other things that kind of uh, happened to her along the way. And uh, it was, like I said, it was a, it was a really well done production. Um, I, I found it was incredible, but I don't want to, give away too much i want you to go out there i want you to go find the i don't get it podcast i want you to go download this episode and then you can hear all my thoughts on that one uh and so yeah go and check that out uh is, is the show still playing or has it closed uh i believe it's still playing well then um, not head for on, much longer head on out there and see some live theater because yes. there's nothing quite like a live performance yeah yeah, and like I said, this—the way it was all shot, the way it was all done—it was just absolutely. It's absolutely fantastic. I was, I was super impressed by it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Now, I am, I am getting rid of all my. I'm like, I don't see anything <laughs> right now. I am, I'm all over the map here. So I'm sorry, folks. That's uh, right. We'll get Lisa. Tell us about your week. What, what were you up to this week? Oh, it was it was a great week. The early part of the week, we had some uh, family in from out of town who are also big board game fans. So we spent a lot of time uh, playing games with them and uh, yeah, going out and eating food. And uh, then I had a couple of days of being inside and quiet, which is how I like things. <laughs> so so yeah, it was it was a very lovely week actually. Nice. So all right. What so, Oh, do you have everything back now? I got everything back. <laughs> uh, I also was able to, this weekend, I was able to go to uh, be on another show, uh, the Take 20. Uh, they had We've had them on the podcast uh, once before. And so I actually got to go. And our, our friend JT, who we also had on the show, um, 
and I got to play some Dungeons and Dragons with these guys. Yeah, it was you did a you guys did a live play, right? We did a live play right on uh, mm-hmm. Twitch. It was a lot of fun, uh, and it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, JT and his wife is so lovely. Uh, it was it was just a great time. Uh, go and check that out as well. I think if you go to Twitch, uh, take uh, and look up Take Twenty, you'll you'll find that one there. Um, and I also um, we also had Pi Day also this week mm-hmm. um and you have a picture i do look to at make thing. us all oh, envious this is how lovely my wife is uh, she amazing. makes me i know isn't it that's her scratch made crust yeah and cherries from a mutual friend's backyard mm-hmm. i have oh, had mm-hmm. trina's homemade cherry pie before and yes you should be as envious as you think you should be looking <laughs> at that picture because <laughs> it good, is yes. that good it looks amazing. It is. Um, yeah, I just want to eat it. Uh, it didn't last very long in our house. I could tell you that much. No, she posted that picture of it not eaten on Facebook. Yeah. And then, like, less than an hour later, she posted a picture of, like, the empty pie plate. <laughs> but it was pretty much that way. Just <laughs> I don't, inhaled. I don't think it was quite an hour, but, yeah, it was pretty close. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a great pie. I love my wife's pie. It's, it's an awesome thing. Um, but the one other thing I did manage to do, I, I also had uh, a chance, uh, to play some board games this weekend. We got a chance to finally get Gloomhaven out on the table. Um, nice. but I, I want to say, uh, a, a really good friend of mine and a, his name is Justin. And I want to say, uh, huge props to justin because he did such a fantastic job with this he actually built me a table look at uh, like this you have an official games table now it's an actual official games table i like it's a four foot by four foot like square table like this thing is huge um but not only that now this is the like i i like to say hey um there's some, there's actually some pretty cool features uh, attached to this table, uh, which makes it like an awesome game table. So we have on my wall now. I have this kind of slot wall where I can hang all these little containers um, on the wall. Um, but dice and cards. Yeah, and you can keep dice and all sorts of little bits and stuff like that. Uh, I can keep it all in there. This is like all our characters and stuff like that in the, in those little trays there. Um, and if you're listening to the podcast, it's a slot wall with a little bit of trays and I can keep my stuff in it. All right. Uh, and if once I start to play, I can take one of my, those, one of those containers and I can actually hook it onto the table. So we are like, I'm like, this is, this is absolutely fantastic. So yeah, he just came over. He brought me over this amazing looking table. Uh, so I, I gotta say thank you so much for to Justin there because that looks it's it turned out really nice. And, yeah, uh, that's gorgeous. I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped for it. Now I'm like now I gotta like do a show or something on the on, around this table because you I, I gotta get some good use out of it. <laughs> Everything's about doing another show, right? I, yes. My wife loves that so much. <laughs> hey. Hey dear, uh, I need to take some more time to go do something else. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, 
All right. So uh, we are going to take a quick little break here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are going to, we'll be right back. Uh, and we're going to talk uh, a little bit more about the ECF and the Well and Dell podcast. But first, we're going to um, shout out to the ECF and the Well Adapt podcast. So the Northern Nerdcast is brought to you in part by the Edmonton Community Foundation. The Edmonton Community Foundation is a great way to put your money to work directly for charities that matter to you. The Edmonton Community Foundation will work with you to set up an endowment fund in your name. From that fund, we'll take any of the money that you put into the account, plus any money earned by the fund, and donate it to a charity of your choice. Now, you don't have to be rich to set up a fund. The ETF will work with you to put any donation amount you want into the account. Or you can get a group of people together and set up a fund uh, collectively to give you a charity together. The ECF also has an awesome podcast that we're going to hear about from Lisa in a little bit. It's called the Well Endowed Podcast, and it's one of our fellow members on the Alberta Podcast Network. This month, I believe the Well Endowed Podcast is celebrating International Women's Day. Is that right, Lisa? Yes, that's right. So you got to chat with uh, the Women Building Futures organization and Bev Esslinger and Sarah Hamilton, who are a couple of um, lady city councillors. Is that right? That's right, too. And also the YWCA has an excellent counseling program. And so we hear about that as well. Awesome. So be sure to tune in and check it out. To learn more about the Edmonton Community Foundation, check out their website, ecfoundation.org. Or to listen to the Well Endowed Podcast, head on over to thewellendowedpodcast.com or find them on your podcast player of choice. All right. So uh, we are... We are talking about the Well Endowed today, the Well Endowed podcast that is, uh, and we are we are so excited to have uh, Lisa joining us uh, to talk a little bit about it. Um, and so we're going to s- start things off uh, by quickly asking uh, Lisa a little bit about the podcast itself. So, Lisa, can you tell me, like, what is like for people out there? What is the Well Endowed podcast? Sure. So it's a podcast just that's about all of the amazing organizations and people in the city that are working together to help make our city more accessible, strong, vibrant, um, generally. So there's just, we just highlight the organizations that our organization gets to work with or that we've helped fund. Um, So we tell stories from that. And we also get to tell stories about the donors that help make that happen. So mostly it's just about how awesome Edmonton is. Nice. <laughs> so as fellow podcasters, we always like to hear how the podcasts that we have on as guests came about to being. So the Edmonton Community Foundation was up and running and working with all of these awesome charities and foundations and organizations. And how did the idea of a podcast come out of that? Where did that come from? Well, it came from a bit, when I first started there, it was in 2016, and the foundation was kind of gearing up for Canada 150. Uh, And so there was a lot of talk uh, at our staff meetings about like, what kind of projects could we do? And at that point, I had been at the foundation for about six months. And uh, almost every day, or at least a couple of times a week, I'd hear about 
some organization doing something wonderful that I had no idea about before working there. Uh, so I was having this amazing wow factor of like, wow, I can't believe that's happening in our city too. Or how did I not know about this group of people? Um, so when, when the staff was talking about what could we do for Canon 150, I thought, well, we could totally do a podcast about some of this awesomeness. Uh, so when I first thought of it, I kind of thought about it as like a little mini project to celebrate. Uh, and then the communications team were like, yeah, but you know, there's a lot of stories though. Do you think we could like really do like a full podcast? And I was like, yes, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please, can we? Uh, so I, I offered up my uh, editing skills and, uh, and the communications team brought together their amazing experience and <laughs> making, making things happen. That's very vague, but there was a lot that went into podcasting that I wasn't fully aware of. And uh, yeah, as a team, we just, we made it happen. That's a recurring theme that we find talking to podcasters. It's just kind of like somewhere from somewhere, the little voice in the back of your head is like, yeah, sure, let's make a podcast. And then you just kind of go and do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And then some magic happened. No, there was a it was it was really good. I think we we worked with a company called Kickpoint to help us with our website, and uh, yeah, learned learned about how to host um, on the web and all all of the little details like that that I think maybe aren't as fun to talk about, but yeah. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about? You mentioned that um, when the podcast first got started, you were still relatively new to the foundation itself. Can you tell us? how you came across the foundation and what drew you to working there and the whole process of getting hired on there and, and that sort of all that jazz. Yeah, um, I was uh, I was working not in the nonprofit sector for a couple of years and my heart was kind of missing it. Uh, and um, I knew a fellow named Noel Xavier. Uh, we had both worked at the Art Gallery of Alberta some years before and I saw on his LinkedIn that an opening at the ECF was happening. And I thought, wow, that looks pretty cool. And I did a little bit of research into the organization and it was amazing looking. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I, uh, I put in my application and did the usual couple of interviews and was very delighted when they hired me aboard. That was, it was amazing. Nice. So in the time that, you've been working at the foundation and the podcast has been up and running and you've been having all of these great organizations that you work with on as guests um, because there are so many amazing stories that I guess you get to tap into in the city. This might be a, a hard question to narrow down, but have there been one or two that sort of stand out in your mind where you finished the podcast and you were like, Oh, that was just so awesome. Yeah, there's definitely been a lot of them. Um, one that stands out for me was uh, the Welka story. So that's, oh, that's terrible. I can't remember the whole acronym, but we have an entire equine center downtown <laughs> in Edmonton. And before we had them on the show, I had no idea that for like, a long time we've had this entire center devoted to horseback riding and teaching people to ride 
and it's such an inclusive space for people of all abilities. And well, they run the little bits program out yeah, of there, right? They run yeah, run that. And yeah, so that was one where we went and saw the new facility, and my mind was totally blown that that was something that existed five minutes away from where I lived, and I had no idea. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you really aren't paying attention to it, it's sort of nestled down along Fox Drive, just as you come past Snow Valley. And if you're driving along on your everyday commute, because it's kind of right next to the park that's just in there, you can kind of whiz by it without even realizing what it actually is or what's there or what they're doing or yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and I think the other one that really stands out for me was we did a a queer history tour with Darren Hagen and uh, and that was a blast. And so I think what we have posted for the episode is is a half hour uh, condensed version of it. But we got to spend like a full morning with Darren just learning about all of these amazing things and seeing the city from a perspective that we otherwise wouldn't have. So it was that was a really cool experience. Yeah, he's a great Edmonton staple in the theater community. And actually, I'm just gonna, I gotta toss this little anecdote out there. So uh, Trina, Dan's wife, who's the executive producer of the show and lines up all our awesome guests. Trina and I met in grade 10 math class and one of the very first times we ever like hung out outside of school, we went to see a Darren Hagen drag show. It That's was pretty awesome. Great. Yeah. <laughs> now that's a good way to, <laughs> bond over a, a brand new minted uh, freshly minted uh, friendship there yep it was so much fun it was hilarious he's great That's awesome yeah um we do have a comment here is it uh the white mud equine center association yes that's the one thanks don <laughs> <laughs> right on uh that's awesome okay uh so let me can i ask you um because you you're still part of the the Edmonton Community Foundation. Um, is there is there a certain charity that for you personally that you've always been fond of yourself? Uh, you know, I have to admit that no, I haven't really. I hadn't been uh, drawn to just one charity before. So for me, my volunteering and donating would be just whatever fit at the time. So <laughs> it was just kind of like, oh, this is cool. I'll do that for a bit. Um, so, so the I ECF think, is kind of an awesome fit for you because it's like the smorgasbord of charities, right? Yeah, exactly. And like seeing all these other things, I was like, wow, that's that's amazing. So yeah, I, uh, I, I didn't have just one. There's certainly now uh, one of the things I've really taken away from is like how all of these organizations work together with each other like there's there's just so many <laughs> amazing yeah. people and like i didn't i didn't fully realize the networking and the teamwork and mm, collaboration that was happening between all of these organizations and that was that was cool to learn yeah that's kind of like what we keep finding with pretty much almost everything that happens in and around edmonton it's a lot bigger than a lot of people may expect. Well, and how many different communities and different groups of people from so many different walks of life are actually so interconnected in the city? 
Yeah. Which makes my heart so happy. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's very cool. Uh, my spouse always describes it as like a, a big, small town. Yes. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I love Edmonton and it I will always always refer to it as my hometown even though I live far afield now um Edmonton is always home it always will be uh and that's yeah that's definitely one of the reasons I I love it as a city is that you know you can come home and it's always growing and expanding and getting bigger and and making strides on the world stage um but the sense of community that exists there makes it, you know, makes it feel smaller and more personal, which I really appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so can I, let's go to the, to the fact that like, there's so much happening uh, within the city of Edmonton. Um, the more the more I, I I learn of the city, the the more I I get surprised by by various things that are are around me. Is there is there something that may have surprised you? Like oh, I didn't know that even existed here. Yes, sorry, I'm going to have a pause now because well, because always the first thing that comes to mind. But there was the other one was Sage, which again the acronym is going to. Oh, I can't do it. It's like a seniors association. Uh, but this, but Sage, like every year Sage publishes this really thick giant book of uh, resources and organizations that seniors can use. Um, and again, does a lot of community building and networking for that particular community. And I think seniors are one of those demographics that I think are often overlooked, uh, especially in just like daily conversations. So to see an organization that is so uh, comprehensive in their outreach to it was really cool. Yeah, it's the Seniors Association of Greater Edmonton. Yes, thank yeah. you guys. Google. <laughs> That's awesome. I consulted the great oracle. <laughs> told me everything I needed to know. <laughs> Um, can it, uh, let's, let me, just let me ask you this: uh, Is there is there like a, a a myth or something about like the the Edmonton Community Foundation that people may believe that is just completely un, untrue? Uh, I think one that comes to mind is that it's a bunch of old rich people that are engaging and donating and doing doing the work or participating with the organization and that is so not the case um certainly we do have rich older people who are helping <laughs> and <laughs> donating i'm not saying they're not there uh but there are a lot of it's it's a very diverse group both on the donor and volunteer side with our committees uh and again also with the organizations that that we work with um so yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things. I think people see that organization or our organization and kind of go, uh, I don't know if I would really fit into participating with that. And and I think a lot of people would be surprised to find that, yes, there's there's probably a niche for you. There's probably <laughs> an organization that you would feel passionate about that yeah, we'd be happy to chat with. So So speaking of which, I I know the list is gigantic of the organizations that you work with and across the city but 
Are there any particular ones that um, have any big events coming up or any ones that you want to talk about or highlight at the moment or, you know, want to give a shout out to? I'm afraid I'm woefully unprepared for that. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure that there are a ton of events happening for many of our organizations, uh, but I, I'm not completely in the know on that front. Sorry. No worries. Um, what, one of the things I, I can do after for the show notes is I can send our uh, granting in action uh, booklet, and that just kind of lists all of the organizations that we funded, uh, and then people can take a look and that's a good little litmus for just what's out there in our city and what kind of organizations are doing what. Nice. So after listening to this show and after listening to you debunk that you don't have to be an old rich person to get involved, um, if people are a little curious, can you shed a little light on like the process of like becoming a donor or maybe becoming a volunteer or what, what that is like? Absolutely. Uh, so I, I can shed some light on the donor part because um, a little bit braggy, but I got to start my own fund. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. I, thank you very much. I was very, very excited to do it. Uh, and the process was really, really easy uh, and, and would be the same for someone not working there. And that was I talked to Noel. So we have Noel and Matt in our donor services team, uh, and they work with people to help make their, you know, donating dreams come true. Uh, but yeah, I said to Noel, I, I think I want to start a fund. And he had a little meeting with me so we could brainstorm about what my hopes and dream were for what I wanted the fund to do. And uh, and he, you know, took all of that information in and went and found a couple of organizations that might be able to help facilitate that fund for me uh, and wrote up the agreement and all the information to make sure he understood what I wanted and then all I had to do was sign and and it's off and running so it's going to be I think about eight years before it emerges and that means like eight years before I reach the ten thousand dollar mark where it starts gifting and granting to people but yeah in that but time you've got your little seed right yeah I got a little seed going and I'm I'm very excited to see how that comes together and Again, very delighted at like it was it was very fun and very easy. And I really encourage people that if you're curious about it, just reach out and ask and and it's fine if it doesn't happen, but we're happy to chat. Nice. That's awesome. Uh so let me like it's it's exciting to hear the the various stories of of the of st- seeing and hearing uh all the the different communities and and things that you say that they come together um yeah i i'm just i'm i'm just excited about this whole like the the whole prospect of the ecf just even existing um do you like do you even know where the ecf came from like how did that how where like can you tell us some of the origins from behind that I, I, I should be able to, and I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> Worst employee ever. Um, I think it was a group of families in Edmonton uh, who wanted to get this going. And so uh, I know one of them was the Poole family. Uh, and there were a few other families that did the initial uh, donations to establish the ECF. And that is sadly the extent of my knowledge there. 
Sorry. That's all good. <laughs> um, so let me just ask you quickly, um, where can people find the ECF? Where can people find the yeah. Well Endowed podcast? Oh, man, people can find the ECF at uh, ecfoundation.org. And, uh, of course, we have a little under our about menu. We have a little how ECF came to be. We have a timeline. So it can it can answer what I couldn't. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter at at the ECF. And, yeah, that's that's where we live. Oh, and the Well Endowed Podcast is thewelledowedpodcast.com. Nice. Well, can you give our listeners a little taste? So after listening to this and they're like, yeah, all this sounds awesome. I want to tune in. Can you give them uh, a little taste of sort of this month's podcast, all of the awesome women that you were talking to this month for Mm -hmm. uh, International Women's Day? Sure. Um, So I... So we had three interviews, we had three stories, uh, and we got to sit down with counselors Bev Esslinger and Sarah Hamilton. And Which I actually know Bev quite well. Oh, cool. She is such a nice lady. Yeah, she was lovely to, to speak with. So uh, yes. our host, Elizabeth, uh, led the interview. And yeah, they, they had some really like encouraging things to say about uh, women who might want to enter and be in politics and some of the challenges that come up, but like really a, a strong positive message of the value of just trying, just giving it a go and being okay with maybe not getting it right the first time, which is something that resonates with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not great with mistake making. Uh, so it was really, that was a really lovely interview to be uh, a fly on the wall for. And, uh, and yeah, talking with the YWCA about their counseling program, um, I wasn't aware of their counseling. This is another one of those examples. I wasn't aware of their counseling program before. Um, but yeah, they make professional PDA, PhD level counseling available to uh, the women in the city who, who might need access to it. Um, unfortunately, there's quite a wait list. There's a, such a huge demand. But yeah, it's it's a really important and strong program that is helping women be empowered in who they are and helping helping them walk through some new life changes and courses. Awesome. Yeah. Right on. Well, uh, do you want to take another quick little break there, Chelsea? Yes, indeed. What are you going to uh, tell us about, Dan? Uh, we are going to talk uh, a little bit about the the Alberta Podcast Network. And, uh, we'll be right back. Okay, so the the Al- the Northerner Network is uh, a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network powered by ATV. And if you guys go, on, go over to the Alberta Podcast Network.com, you will find a list of amazing Alberta-made podcasts. Um, and they, they're not just from like Edmonton. They're from all over the province. Uh, yeah. And- Growing like crazy. We've got Calgary. We've got Fort McMurray. And more to come, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and one of the podcasts is the I Don't Get a Podcast, which I was a, uh, a part of uh, just recently. So go check that one out. Um, and also, you guys can go check out, like, say, Future Chat, 
um, which I also may be a part of in the next little <laughs> while uh, as well. I'm just going to be on all the podcasts eventually. Um, well, and we'll have them all on our show. This is one of my favorite things that I'm finding about since we joined the uh, network is getting to meet awesome people like Lisa, who are fellow podcasters on the network, who we otherwise wouldn't have had the opportunity to meet. Um, yeah. And it's been awesome, you know, getting to talk to other podcasters and have them as guests on our show and be guests on their show. And yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely fantastic. And and the collaboration between the, the podcasters in the network has been just fantastic. Uh, so go on over to albertapodcastnetwork.com to find out all of the amazing uh, podcasts that are Alberta made. Okay. Uh, now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Yes. Tell us all the things, Dan. Tell us where we can go and be big, giant nerds. What, where can we go? What can we do? I will tell you all of the things. <laughs> all of the things. Hang on two seconds. <laughs> I will tell you all the things in a couple of seconds. As uh, soon as I pull up my magical thing-telling calendar. Yes. Uh, so we got uh, on... Ooh, that's in the wrong spot uh so we have on march 21st coming up here uh we have a slam off uh which is uh the Edmonton story slam society uh and this is going to be happening at the mercury room on wednesday at 7 uh to 10 uh so if you are into storytelling um i believe this is like uh the big storytelling finale competition five minutes five audience judges Total glory. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, so if you're into a little bit of storytelling, uh, you never know what you're going to get with these uh, amazing storytellers. Uh, so go and check that out. Uh, and the talent there is, is absolutely fantastic. And so it's, it's always a good time. So go check that out. Uh, and that is the slam off uh, the story slam on March 21st at the Mercury Room. Uh, moving along on March 30th, we have video games live in Edmonton. If you like video games, if you like music, if you like music in the video games, this is the chance to go and you know experience that with the the all the the orchestra. There's all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Are you uh, going to see that, Dan? I really want to, uh, <laughs> but I don't know if I can or not yet. <laughs> uh, so yeah, March hey, 30th. Take Trina on a date night. I. Uh, I was thinking about that actually. <laughs> uh, that has that's that's coming up right away here. So that's March thirtieth. Go check that out. Uh, and this is happening at the Northern Alberta Jubilee Auditorium. Uh, moving along, we have uh, on April seventh, we have how to start a podcast from notion to reality. Uh, and so if you're one of those people that have just kind of been sitting on the fence and saying, eh, I don't know if I really want to, and even if I, you got that little bit of an idea, I was like, oh, I. I Maybe I can make this work. Or one of our listeners and viewers who turn in and are like, oh, my God, I could do so much better than Dan and Chelsea. <laughs> yes. If you're out there and you're like, yeah, I, I could definitely outdo these guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is the chance. This is uh, how to start a podcast from notion to reality. Uh, and this is happening on April 7th. And this is happening right at the CKUA radio network. Uh, the station there. And it's just off Jasper Ave. 
uh, for those of you who don't know that where it is. Uh, and so uh, we're moving along to April 8th. We got uh, Girls Learn Learning Code, uh, graphic design, and with uh, Canva and Scratch. Uh, I don't know what Canva or Scratch is, but I'm assuming that they're uh, programming uh, languages that I, I see. I don't even know how to write code. So this sounds like a, a lot of fun. So if you're interested in uh, learning how to uh, just do graphic design uh, and you're a girl, this is the chance. This is, this is for you. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, moving along. Oh, and this is happening at Jobber. I don't know what Jobber is. It's on Jasper app, apparently. <laughs> Uh, moving along, we have April 8th, 18th, sorry. Uh, we got the Jurassic Park Lego and Trivia Night. What? <laughs> I know. I, I saw Lego and Jurassic Park in the same sentence. <laughs> and you and were I, so had, <laughs> I had to put it in, right? Like, there's no there's no not putting this one in. Uh, so, yeah, April 18th, we got... Uh, and this is going to be happening at uh, M MKT Beer Market. Uh, this is being put on by Yeg Date uh, or Yeg Date Night, I believe it is. Nice. Uh, and so if you want to, you know, do a little bit of maybe Jurassic Park trivia, some Lego, uh, you want to go on that special date that's kind of different, this is it. I mean, dinosaurs, Lego, it's a win. Uh, yeah. Uh, moving along, we have uh, moving into actually May. We have IntrigueCon, mm -hmm. uh, which is happening on May 4th and 5th. And I know it's not announced right now, uh, but I will be doing a round of Star Wars RPG. There. So if you want me to Are be, you going to GM you know, it? Yes, I am GMing. Nice. So if you want me to be the GM to your Star Wars, I am going to be doing one. So get out there, get registered. I'm telling you in advance so that when the thing goes up, you can sign up. All right. Up on that. And I can tell you from personal experience as someone who has played under Dan as a GM, he always plans a super fun game. You never know what's going to happen next. So you should totally do that. This is true because I don't even know what's going to happen next. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why you're such a good GM because you're kind of like, yeah, all right, yeah, we'll sure, for roll it. for it. Let's yeah, see what yeah. happens. Yeah. So that, that's all we got here. Uh, no, you cannot <laughs> role play Jar Jar. That's sorry. I don't know who this Jar Jar character is that you speak of. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. You could be whatever you like. Uh, this is not the character. <laughs> this is not the character you want or you're looking for. Uh, so yes, uh, that is going to be happening on May 4th and 5th. Uh, so thank you so much, Lisa, for for joining us tonight. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic having you on the show. Uh, today uh i learned so much about the edmonton community foundation i learned so much about the the well endowed podcast which by the way is going to help us later on so that we can do our ads a little bit better <laughs> okay thank you so much for having me it was a blast one, one last time before we let you go where can the good people find um the ecf and the well endowed podcast on the web so they can come and check out all the goodness you have to offer Absolutely. Uh, well Endowed Podcast is at thewellendowedpodcast.com. Uh, you can find ECF at ecfoundation.com. Oh. 
Oh, you break! You oh, broke no. up. Oh, so oh, close. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh, so that was close. that was heartbreaking. Lisa, we lost. We you. Are, we I are. will finish for her. Uh, ECfoundation.org. Yes. Uh, and it's oh. the ECF on Twitter. Uh, so yeah, go check that out. Uh, go and uh, go and support the Edmonton Community Foundation. Go support oh. your favorite charities. I think she's uh, back. Are yeah. you back? Sorry, did Woo-hoo. I freeze out? You yeah, did. <laughs> Just as you were finishing the end of the website, we were like, no. <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys caught it up there. So thank you. Yes. Yes. All right. And we will also make sure that we put it down in the show notes the show uh, notes. after the show. Mm-hmm. All right. So I want to thank you once again. Uh, thank you, Chelsea, for joining us again. Uh, and I want to thank everybody out there for watching and or listening to this episode of the Nerdcast. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Northern Nerdcast. Northern Nerdcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Check out their website at albertapodcastnetwork.com. For all things geeky and nerdy, including all of our social media platforms, go to northernnerdnetwork.com. Thanks again, and we appreciate your support.